Welcome to the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. I'm Benjamin Bernstein, and today's episode is called My Soul Thief Awakening. This episode is sponsored by my book, the number one Amazon bestseller called Instant Divine Assistance, your complete guide to fast and easy spiritual awakening, healing, and more. Just go to Amazon and search for Instant Divine Assistance or click the link in the show notes. I publish both audio and video versions of Awaken, Heal, and Thrive, so take your pick. The video versions are on my YouTube channel called Benjamin Bernstein Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to Awaken, Heal, and Thrive wherever you get it, and if you haven't already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for a free chance to win a full year of my Awakening Plus online membership. That's a $189 value, and I announce a new winner every month. So Soul Thief Awakening, that's a pretty juicy title. Let me tell you what happened. It all started a few weeks ago. I was hosting one of my Awakening Plus events called Ask Us Anything. Every month we do that so members can show up and you know, if they got a question, we can deal with it. I can answer it. Members can answer it. And there weren't very many of us, just four this time. And there was a new member there. And until that time, I had never worried about setting up a sacred container when I just did conversational events. Now, if we're doing an energetic event, if we're doing awakening or healing stuff, you know, I call in all the allies, set the container, make sure it's safe and protected. But it had never occurred to me that I would need to do that if we were just having conversation. However, there was a new member there who was in a fair amount of distress, and we ended up doing energetic work with her. I knew she felt a bit off, but... What I didn't realize is that I was getting infiltrated. I believe what happened is she was unknowingly the vehicle for a pretty powerful dark entity. And I got infiltrated. I wasn't aware of it at the time, but after the call was over, I went to bed and I woke up about an hour and a half later and something was happening I had never experienced. I had a thin, thready heartbeat which like never happens. I have a really strong heart and my health is great. And I thought, okay, what's wrong? And then I, and then I immediately got the vision of her and I thought, okay, infiltration, I see what's happening. So I went downstairs is like, you know, after midnight, I sit at my Mesa for two hours. I clean up to the best of my knowledge. I'm clear, uh, feel good, go back to bed, sleep well. And it's, so this is a Thursday night. The very next day, I go into one of my ayahuasca weekends where I'm uh, attending, and this wonderful shaman works with the group. And so Friday night, uh, feeling good, go into ceremony, I drink the medicine, the effects take on. And after a little while, I am shown you are so infiltrated. I can feel these twists, like these little vines, twisted little things all through my body. And I had felt those a little bit earlier when I had sat on the night after I got infiltrated, and this is the very next night I'm in ceremony, and I was, oh my God, this is vast, this is huge. I got far more messed up than I realized. And so I spend several hours struggling, and what I perceive here is this energy, this dark being that's infiltrated me wants to dominate my soul. I mean, this is like really high stake stuff. I think if I don't succeed in mastering this, I'm gonna get like taken over. This is like serious shamanic stuff. I haven't had a threat like this shamanically in years. But part of what I realize is after a bit, normally in the past, I've been able to just be in my space and work in my interior world to beat whatever dark thing shows up. I have been assaulted by dark entities in the past. This is what happens on the shamanic path. You have to encounter the dark side and learn how to master it. And the universe makes sure you get your opportunities. And I realize I cannot do this solo. I would do my best to hold concentration. I would lose it. I would drift off again. The thing wasn't letting me concentrate. So in this ceremony, I have a friend who was there acting as a helper or a sitter. 
And I went over to him and I said, I need your help. I need you to sit in front of me and hold space. And what a sitter does often in ayahuasca ceremonies is they just sit at upright and hold space. And he sat and he faced me and his solidity and his presence were actually helped me a lot to hold my own space. And I had to call in all my allies and it was intense. There were three or four hours where it was really hard to get this thing out of me. And along with just surrendering and feeling what the medicine was doing to try to get this thing out of me, I had to keep saying, I am that I am, I am that I am, which is my confirmation of my own conscious divinity. And it took like four or five hours, but finally this thing got cleared. And it was, again, the most intense challenge I've had shamanically for years. One of the things I was taught here is that sometimes you need a little help from your friends. I could not get the entity out solo. I needed the help of my sitter. I needed to call my divine allies. I needed the ayahuasca medicine to help me. It was a very humbling experience in interdependence. So, you know, we do what we can on our own. With my invocations, I certainly call on my allies, but even I and my allies weren't enough in that case, and I needed external support too. So there's no shame in asking for help when you need it. Now, this infiltration incident required some follow-up. It obviously didn't affect just me. So I did check in with the other two people who were on that call with the new member and made sure they were okay. I had correspondence with both, and they both assured me that they themselves were not experiencing significant challenge. So it looks like the infiltration was aimed only at me. I then regrettably had to remove that member from the membership. My first priority is to keep the membership safe for everyone. That's the first time we've ever had such an intense incident where a member was that dangerous. Um, however, I did this very gently, and I also let that member know that I would be happy to refer her to another shaman I know who would be able to help her with that infiltration issue if she wished. Finally, I've changed how I do my events. We now set an energetic container and call in allies every single time we meet, even if it's just a conversational event. What I've learned is you can't be too careful, and I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that my members and I remain safe. So what good can come of this? Well, as it turned out, the only way to beat the thing was to break through to a whole new level of awakening, significantly stronger than I'd ever had. And it was like a much deeper level than I'd ever experienced of soul and personality merging. I had some moments where there was literally just no difference. Benjamin was completely merged with the divine. The whole concept of free will became ridiculous because as a blended being, why would you want a personality that would want to do anything other than what the divine naturally wants to do anyway? I talked about this in a podcast uh, a few weeks ago about free will disappearing. That's where that insight came from. I had these amazing experiences and ended up the ceremony feeling awesome. So the bottom line here is if I hadn't got that major dark entity challenge, which unwittingly came through this innocent member, as far as I know, I wouldn't have had the big breakthrough. I've had a motto I use for a long time. The greater the challenge, the greater the potential breakthrough. And that was surely true for me. So that's a big honker, all big drama example. Let me give a tiny example of a challenge that leads to a small breakthrough, small challenge, small breakthrough. So I recently bought a pair of shoes. They're these uh, Asics runners. I've used Asics shoes for years. The problem was these guys had heels that abraded the backs of my heels. So when I wore them, within a minute or two, I'd start feeling discomfort because the backs of these shoes were kind of rubbing against the backs of my heels. And I thought, should I take them back? Or I thought, well, wait a minute. Don't 
people make pads that you can like, you know, stick into the back of the shoe so it gets comfy. And I went online, sure enough, I found some pads, ordered them, and they worked, but they didn't stick very well. The glue on the back of the pad that was kind of built in was wimpy, and and the pads started bunching up and getting uncomfortable themselves. And I thought, well, this is not good. And then I thought, okay, surely there's some kind of glue that would hold these in place. And I go online, and sure enough, there's fabric glue. And I found a great fabric glue and ordered that and glued these things in place. And that's all the problem. The shoes work great. But the bonus was the shirt I'm wearing. This is a shirt from India, and it's got all these little things that were sewed on. And I've had it a few years. I have a similar shirt that's blue. And these things were starting to kind of peel off. And, and these shirts, this one and the blue equivalent, have been sitting in my closet for years unused because the little appliques were peeling off and they looked terrible. And I didn't want to go to the expense of having a seamstress sew them back on. And I thought, wait, I can use this fabric glue to fix my shirts. And sure enough, I just took a minute or two and all these things now are sticking like they should. And this glue is like machine washable. It's awesome. I thought, oh my God, I've got this meditation cushion. It's a beautiful little uh, crescent meditation cushion and it's filled with buckseed hulls, but it ripped a little bit. I use it, you know, a lot. And some of the buckseed hulls were starting to spill out a little bit. And I just, again, didn't want to go to the hassle or expense of sewing it myself or taking it to a seam. So I thought, my God, this glue would work on that. And sure enough, I glued it up and it's held great. So this is a tiny example. Here I get this irritating thing. The shoes are rubbing the backs of my heels, which forces me to get creative and, and discover the pads and discover the shoe glue. I'm sorry, not the shoe glue, the fabric glue. And the fabric glue all of a sudden solves my shirt problem and my meditation cushion problem. So because I had to deal with an irritating little thing, I got all these other benefits I wasn't expecting. Just as when I got attacked by the entity, that was not fun at all, but I got this next breakthrough. So what's the principle here? You challenge leads to breakthrough. So whether it's large scale, a, a massive dark entity attack, whether it's a tiny scale, a small irritation with a shoe, my experience has been that when the universe gives you an irritant, it's a growth catalyst. And again, the bigger the challenge, the bigger the growth opportunity. I had a huge challenge that led to a big consciousness breakthrough. I had a tiny challenge that led to a bunch of small, nice little benefits. But my message here is keep your eye out for those irritants. We all have things that irritate us. And a lot of times you just don't want to deal with it. But if you do, if you get creative and do what you can to deal with the problem, then all these unexpected benefits can come through. So I experience the universe as a benevolent force. If there's irritation in your life, it's a growth catalyst. It's an opportunity waiting because you don't know what good things will come out of your solving that irritation problem. So that's my message for you. I never like to just tell stories for story's sake. I like to find the moral of the story and hopefully share something that will help you with your life. I'm excited to share what Jennifer Kostelik wrote in her five-star Amazon review of my number one best-selling book. It's called Instant Divine Assistance, Your Complete Guide to Fast and Easy Spiritual Awakening, Healing, and More. She titled her review, Really Works, and she said, quote, This book was a great find. I was looking for affirmation ideas, and this came up, and it is wonderful. It is a quick read, and the instructions are easy. I'm sure some could say it's placebo or even a little CBT, and yet... I have become much more aware of my emotions and how I am handling life. Saying these affirmations really makes a difference I can feel very quickly. It's like as many resets as I need throughout the day with many wonderful insights along the way. What a gift. 
Thank you so much for that review, Jennifer. Uh, if you want to get this book, as I record this in March 2023, the ebook is only $3.99 and is included with Kindle Unlimited. The paperback is only $12.99. Check it out. Also, Awakening Plus events support your individual healing and awakening, as well as global spiritual awakening. If you're not a member yet, you can check out one of our free events. Two calls are open to the public each month. Experience how Awakening Plus can accelerate your personal evolution. Hundreds of satisfied members make up our supportive online community. Would Awakening Plus also be a good fit for you? As of March 2023, members receive these exclusive benefits. At least nine of our monthly Zoom calls are members only. There's an archive of over 500 life-transforming events with the best of guide. We have several courses. One's called Instant Divine Assistance, Fast and Easy Awakening and Healing, similar to the book. We've got a self-guided internal family systems therapy course. Another course is called Your Divine Allies, Let Them Help You More. We do monthly astrology mini readings calls, monthly community support calls, ask us anything calls, office hour calls, all every month. And we have a members helping members service. You can get an accountability partner to help you stay on track with stuff. And once you join, you have constant support from the Awakening Plus group energy field. Lots of good stuff there for a super low price. Click the link in the show notes to learn more or go to awakeningplus.com. That's awakeningplus.com. Thank you so much for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein, and we're wrapping up. Please leave me a five-star rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others can also awaken, heal, and thrive. And be sure to click the link in the show notes for a chance to win one free year of my Awakening Plus online membership. Thanks so much for spending this time with me. I wish you infinite blessings.